was hearing my own voice <laughs> back through. I'm still not used to it. So, so I, bizarre. I figured, you know, when whenever I have somebody on, we're going to do just like a couple minutes of just nothing talk. Just to make sure everything's going well. Yeah. I'm. And, and that'll just go. I got to adjust my mic to a comfortable spot. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. And then that stuff will go up on the Patreon. So I've been recording ever since you talked about hearing your own I, voice. I, I watched you hit record and I was <laughs> like, oh, we're going. No, we're not. Yeah, the the actual podcast will have a more formal intro. Yeah. but I mean, this is kind of a – it's a good way to kind of get comfortable in the spot. Yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? Stu V. Stu V. Stu V, yes. Okay, Aaron Stu V. I've been called every variation of it. Stauv, have, have you heard that one before? That's a new one. That's I've a gotten Stu uh, a lot of – for some reason – some people did Stu B. What? Like, it, like there is a B in it. That's really <laughs> weird. Why would you ever do that? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But there was a group of people, a group of grown adults when I was in school that, insist, <laughs> that insisted that it was Stu B. And I was like, Stupid. well, you know what? There's nothing I can do about that. Well, I, I guess they're stupid. <laughs> I forgot. Did you install a soundboard on your phone? <laughs> you, we, we have a soundboard with sound effects right, right there, and yeah. you're like, "Nah, these ain't good enough." But these are these are like weird sound effects. Like this is like Greg laughing is one of them. I looked at it, and one is like just like Greg laughing. Yeah, they are kind of weird. Or one is just the esports intro. I don't know what the esports intro even sounds like. Do you want to hear? We that? have an esports. Yeah, wait. We, we that's what we have an e we have an intro for esports. Do you remember what when Robert came in and like? Yeah, I know he has an esports podcast. Yeah, I know about esports stuff. That's what it is. But I, it's the intro to the esports podcast. Oh, because we've been talking about broadcasting esports stuff, and I thought oh, like yeah. that all that stuff is so preliminary that I didn't. I thought we had an intro for esports broadcast. I was like, I'm sorry. I insisted that I am the first to be told when that happens. <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. I've been told by several people that I, I was told by like Greg and by Kurt Paulson that they want me to shout cast for esports. <laughs> and I'm like, I have, I know nothing about league, but I will oh, sit no. there and scream if you want me to. Do you, uh, you want to go through the soundboard, see what they have? I, I'm curious. Okay, so I, I I've I've heard them all like at least once each, but I forgot what they all were. Okay, so I think this one's the esports podcast, or it's nothing. Oh, there oh, we there go. it is. Oh, that's groovy. That's good. Do you have a sound effect for your intro? No, Mr. Uh, Music Man himself. For, for the intro, we're gonna do. I'm just gonna pick a song and then play a little bit of it beforehand. So for this one, I'm going to do, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the Beastie Boys song that just starts, and we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. I don't think I've ever heard that. You, you've never heard Beastie Boys? I've heard Beastie Boys. I don't remember recognize that, that particular. Hmm. I'll have to take you through it. Okay, but here's the next one. I don't know what any of these are other than I knew that first one was the eSports podcast. There's like a feature on here that I can look it up, but it you can only do it when you're not recording. So hold on. 
Oh yeah, laughing. that's just Greg laughing. The classic. That's a, just an applause. Oh, see, see, I kind of got something like that too on mine. That I'm gonna, I, I think I'm gonna do every time like a joke bombs. Not mine, because my jokes never bomb. No, never. Like yours. <laughs> just crickets. Okay, what's this one? Let's get recharted in here. Connie, no. Is that Anna? I don't is that Anna Meyer? What? Play it again. Let's get recharted in here. I think that's Anna Meyer. I think it is too. I think. At first I was like, Put is this that? Away. <laughs> yeah, Put you can this away. <laughs> you can definitely hear it at the end when I first heard it. I thought yeah. it was like Louise or someone, but no, mm. that, I think that's Anna Meyer for sure. Okay. Here's the next one. That's just creepy. That's spooky. Yeah. Okay. Here's the, here's the second last. Bobby. Bobby Newport. Newport. What is going Bobby. on? Bobby. Bobby Newport's never worked a day in his life. What kind of weird shit do you guys get up to in the BLC studios? <laughs> well, tell me you at least know what that's from. No, I that's don't. It's from Parks and Rec. Have you seen Parks and Rec? I've seen Parks and Have Rec. You seen? That's I haven't seen it in a while. Have you seen all of it? Yes. So do you remember when Leslie was like running for like town hall or whatever? Oh yeah. Bobby yep. Newport was her opponent. Oh. And her oh. and her oh, political attack okay. ad was Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his life. Okay. I remember that. I only remember that in animation Carrie. We had to do a um we did like a lip sync thing to a quote yeah. and that yeah. was her quote. But it was way too long, and she, like, killed herself trying to do it in time. Oh, no. Because it was supposed to be, like, four seconds. Like, mine was from airplanes. Like, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. That was mine, and it was awful, and I didn't finish it. But um, have you – I don't even – what is your major? I'm an English major. You're an English major. Yeah, I'm an English major. Okay. I'm one of those lame people. One of those lame people. All right, let's see this last one. Okay. This is your father speaking. What? Clean your room. Is that Seth? That might be. That might be Seth. <laughs> what do they get up to? We got to get what? Seth in here and just see what they get up to in here. <laughs> uh, I thought, because I saw on Facebook the Media Arts yeah. like yeah. podcast just intro, and I'm guessing, because they said the August edition, I'm guessing they'll do it every month. Mm-hmm. And that podcast was surprisingly entertaining. Oh, was like it? they actually like got up to some things. Like they did that. They had uh, they had camera cuts going all over going all over the place. Yeah, the classic. I don't know how to edit comedically, so I'm just gonna zoom in on people's faces. Oh, <laughs> the classic. See, I'm I'm looking at all this stuff that they're putting in here now, and I think they're just gonna like wire this place up with cameras, and I'm so nervous. That like they're gonna start just recording in here to like try and see what everybody else is doing, and like I swear, just a whole lot. <laughs> it's fine. It's not good. Right, it's but- fine. This room is soundproof for a reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. One hundred percent. Like, uh, yeah. Let's get into it though. Let's get out of here. Let's get out. Okay. And, and get into the echo podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, let's you, get out of here. Get Proceeds off, to leave. You, you don't get. You don't get off that easily, Stubby. <laughs> All right.
right, hello everyone. We're here. My name is Ethan Becker. I am a writer for Fansided.com, and I do local music stuff around the town of Mankato, Minnesota. My guest is Mr. Aaron Stuvey, and this is the Comically Large Podcast. (laughs) 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 Isn't that such a great name? That is so perfect. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm dying. (laughs) <laughs> We've already killed Aaron. We're thirty seconds in, and Aaron is already out of commission. I I was concerned when when the name of the show was refused to be given to oh, me. Yeah, I wanted to catch your genuine reaction. I wanted to see what you were. Oh, that's were really awesome. Considering, I'm assuming both of us would be. Uh, we've both been identified as being comically large. Well, it it started by uh, I was on duty at the desk sitting as an RA and I had a like a godfather's travel map one of those things that you get like at the state fair yeah that's just huge yeah like I mean this thing can hold like two and a half bottles of pop that's and I, it, huge yeah it, it was filled up with water yeah but I a friend of mine came in and she goes that's a comically large mug you have and I just went I'm a comically large man and then, and I had been thinking about like what to name the podcast because I'd wanted to do yeah. it for so long. And then I was like, "What about just the comically large podcast?" Because yeah, I I introduce myself as an absurdly large individual. Yeah. Because I am larger than I don't even consider myself that like okay I'm like six one. That's not even that tall in the grand scheme of tallness. Not not for men. No, that's no. like average. Average height of men is like five ten. Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's it's weird where because um. I don't consider it that tall because uh, where mm. I come from, we are some t- uh, some tall, corn-fed homeboys. Yeah, me too. Where, like, I graduated with a guy. He was, like, 6'10". My next-door neighbor was 6'8". And I'm just, like, sitting over here at 6'1". And I'm like, do-do-do. And then people are like, man, you're so tall. I'm like, I'm I'm not. But I, I, mm. I, I, I've come to accept that I am l- uh, a bit larger than your average bear. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I'm much larger than. Yeah, you you're you're, you're a bit larger than I am as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 6'4 and I'm over 300 pounds now. So, I I'm was a bit heartbroken because I'm not I'm not supposed to give some spoilers for upcoming theater physics production. I can take the headphones off and then I can't hear you. I, <laughs> I you could probably still hear me. Even though we're sitting right across but, from each other. But uh <laughs> I I won't give any specifics, but it involves hoverboards. Okay. And I was heartbroken to find that the hoverboards have a weight limit of 220 pounds. No, what? And so I, like. But Segways don't. Because I rode a Segway, like, a few years ago. Segways are bigger. I guess. Segways yeah. are, like, the wheels and everything, they're a lot bigger. But these hoverboards are, like, they're not that big. They're, like, maybe a bit larger. They're, like, one and a half loaves of yeah. bread big. No, I've seen I've seen a hoverboard before. Yeah. yeah. And granted, like, I haven't weighed myself in a while, and I've been exercising more than i have but i highly doubt i'm below 220 at this point <laughs> my 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 uh last i weighed myself i was like 240 or something yeah and i i don't think i've lost 20 pounds but i'm my generous guess for myself is like 225 230 okay but i almost want to go find a way to weigh myself just to be like <laughs> just exactly 220 like let me onto that hoverboard i want to do sweet hoverboard tricks <laughs> i mean there's there's a scale in the weight room I it's not the most accurate though. I lost 20 pounds over the summer just Did by you? like not eating. 
<laughs> that'll do it i i've been running recently i've been oh, running yeah. like whenever i get the chance uh out at home over the summer there was because i recently moved and there's a nice stretch of road uh between like the front door and then you like you run through these like country roads through yeah. fields and there's a stop sign and it's exactly two miles to the stop sign two miles back so it's oh, exactly wow. four miles four miles so i've yeah. been running four miles whenever i can since school started up again i haven't had the opportunity to do so but yeah. i operation get out of fat is something <laughs> get out of something fat. i've been working towards i i held a real job over the summer for like a solid week solid and hey so did i <laughs> well i i held it and it it just made me so sad that i quit and then i <laughs> and then i got a job as a writer and my parents don't think that's a real job but it the my job that i got was a mile and a half away from my house one way yeah and so i would just bike there every day and i would bike like so i'd bike like three miles every day that's and that's bad. probably where like 10 of the 20 pounds went yeah uh i worked in a vineyard which where where home used to be before yeah. my family moved it was like five miles away it was next to where i went to high school okay. but now that i've moved it is now like a 45 minute drive out there oh, and it is a struggle like it's not it doesn't seem that bad like oh start at 8 30 considering i worked it and i mm -hmm. showed up at 7 30 but considering i got to drive 45 minutes out there it, it is rough that's rough yeah I and mean, i was only there for like a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i just i got so sad at that job man i just couldn't do it and it was just like I mean, I worked at Casey's. I was going to ask what you did. Yeah. No, I just worked at Casey's. I was a delivery driver. But every day I would, like, wake up just dreading my life and hating having to go in. I mean, it didn't help that I didn't have a car. Oh. <laughs> How I did was, you? I didn't. I Did I, you borrow a car? No. Did, does Casey's have a car for you to drive around? No. How did you? No. How, how were you delivery boy? I literally – I told you. I worked there for a week. I – I was on training. Like I like I was on training when I quit. Interesting. Like and so they were just pairing me up with another delivery driver and they they my boss was like asking how I was going to get around that problem and I was just like I'll well, figure it out. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I could I could I could have biked. <laughs> I mean the well the town I lived in was teeny. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I was in Marshall, Minnesota at that time. And Marshall. It was so small. Marshall. Marshall. Did you go to school in Marshall? No, uh, my parents moved out there last year. I grew up in Mapleton. Oh, sick. I grew yeah. up in St. Clair is where I was from. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know a couple kids from out there. Oh, yeah, the flaming tar pit. So you <laughs> so, so you know what it, life is like in a small rinky-dink Midwestern town. Oh, too, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we're, uh, I describe we my hometown <laughs> as a corn-fed hick town. Oh, yeah, it's, 100%. It's bad. Uh, my graduating class, we had like 58 kids. And it was the biggest class in 25 years, and we couldn't oh, wow. fit on our stage. <laughs> so they went out and bought a temporary stage that was a bigger than the, our normal stage, stage for great. us to have graduation on. And even then, they didn't fit us on there. They just threw chairs in the gym and had to sit <laughs> on folding chairs. Wait, so they didn't put you on the temporary stage? No. Al, the like three teachers and the speaking podium was up on the temporary stage. So, so it was – so they – Okay, they so, essentially bought a temporary stage for not like I, I'm for no the reason. picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering why they bought the temporary stage if not to see. They graduates. don't know either because 
I that's where I don't know either. after after I graduated there, I worked IT that summer. Yeah, and yeah. they the the school tried to uh, they were actively finding things to use the stage for because they needed to come with come up with come reasons up with for why they bought it. Just have a couple plays because it was. No, for the for the plays you use the normal stage, which is small, but it it works. But and so the uh, I, I was heavily involved in that theater program. Oh, that that whole I compare my theater experience there as to a Shakespearean tragedy, which is <laughs> yeah, that is uh-huh. that is a long story. I mean, all like a whole show dedicated to just that story. But really, wow, it's a long story. Uh, but. They were like they they actively came up because my uh, my boss he was currently in charge of the theater program, which is why he offered me that job, because he knew me and he was and they told him hey uh, try and use these platforms that we bought for no reason in plays, but uh, because for some reason the current guy in charge of that theater program he's decided that our stage isn't big enough which is true it's a small stage yeah but it, yeah. we've used it fine for sixty years. And you, you just build your set around a small stage, but yeah. he can't do that. So he keeps on building extensions to the stage. And so the school was like, well, you build extensions anyway, just throw these things on there. But there's a three foot difference in height between, <laughs> between the temporary <laughs> platforms they bought in our stage. No. So it, you can't physically use it. <laughs> so it makes no. So, so wait, so they bought, so they bought a temporary stage. Yes, they bought a whole temporary stage. It's like okay. it comes in like I think like 10 different pieces and you okay. can okay. set so them they, up. Here's the thing, right? Because you said they bought a temporary stage and that that phrase just kind of went over my head. They did not buy a temporary stage. They bought another stage. Kinda. Because <laughs> a temporary stage would just be one you rented. They like, bought like 10 large, very heavy tables is what it was. <laughs> and like stairs to go up to them is basically what they bought. They also had nowhere yeah. to store them. And... <laughs> so wait. <laughs> this is the most mismanaged school I've ever heard of. Oh, you haven't what? heard nothing what? yet. You've this heard is, nothing this yet. This is worse than like this is worse than Hogwarts, and Hogwarts like a quarter of the population dies every year. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but even Hogwarts is looking like at least at least we're not those dumbasses down there. <laughs> Bought a stage you didn't need and didn't have room for. <laughs> oh, I I worked IT and is your principal just a hoarder? Is that what my prin- the principal's a cool guy. Except okay, I haven't I haven't actually. Once you work for a place like that, once you work yeah. for your high school, because when I was there, I accepted that it was a flaming tar pit and there was almost zero redeeming qualities about it. But then I worked there and I knew even more. <laughs> no. Oh, God. I know. I know more about that school than probably all the people who've gone there combined. It's oh, that's so because awful. not only do I know like from the student perspective, all the terrible things that happen yeah. and all the terrible decisions that go down. <laughs> I also worked as a staff member and I know all the staff gossip that goes around like every single day. Oh no. Like about the kids or about the other staff members? Yes. Wait, wait staff gossiped about the kids? The shop teacher. Okay. What? Hold on. Uh, the, so the, I, yes, I, it's, it is a whole thing. Uh, 
the the shop so teacher. There's just, there's just a bunch of people sitting around in a teacher's lounge, just like you see what shit Jimmy tried to pull the other day. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't know because IT staff members weren't allowed in the teacher's lounge. Oh, that's dumb. Okay, that's dumb. no, but so the to shop be fair, teacher did what? Uh, so the shop teacher is a bit of a strange fella. Oh, this 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 this, this, this does not end well. He's a bit this of a. This ends with the police getting involved. They probably should be. <laughs> You go. I have taken my headphones off. We're already off the rails. Just tell this story. I can't oh, believe well, it. Well, it's just you got to go through. So this man is <laughs> the shop teacher. Is, he's, a, he's a guy. He's, he's a real guy. Uh, I can't do as, this. As a teacher, he um, – I was in – so I had shop class with him. And first of all, we did basically nothing. What all we did for shop class was he had some number of computers with like some CAD program and we were doing that, but there weren't enough computers for all the kids. So he made up his own like dice zombie, like role playing game. <laughs> and he just did that all class. He never helped kids. He just sat there rolling dice on a table with the kids who actually weren't working. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait a second. So he this, sat there playing like weird one... D&D with all the kids who weren't working. What? That's so why? Why? Who is I this don't know. shop teacher? He, he, he is an active Bigfoot hunter. <laughs> he drives up north and actively hunts Bigfoot. <laughs> wait, wait, so you were taught by, you were taught <laughs> shop by a man who would just sit around and play D&D and then on the weekends would... Go hunt I would, Bigfoot. I would assume like great projects while hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> so here's my next question okay. is I'm I'm guessing you built your house by yourself then with all of that knowledge. Oh my <laughs> let me tell you, my <laughs> my cat house that we built was amazing. Okay? <laughs> let me tell you. The bedrooms had the like had the guy Fietti like flame print as wallpaper <laughs> i imported that pattern and used it as wallpaper you know we could use that fire to burn down the bigfoot when we find him it was so good i put <laughs> and the thing is he just gave everyone basically an a like i don't think he ever looked at any projects <laughs> he oh oh so if the... something was turned in he just gave you an a for wait it. i don't believe this the man who would just play D D during class periods and no. go bigfoot hunting wasn't a strict grader what? <laughs> what i think i put a car in the I, I i tested him one of my updates because we were supposed to send him updates on our things yeah, i put yeah. a car in the middle of the living room, like just like, like a, where a couch just would like be. A Hot Wheels. I put a car, like it was. What? Wait, well, like no, you this built was like a car or what? This was a digital uh, CAD program for oh, building houses okay. stuff, and you would like kind of build a design thing. Yeah. And I took a car, and okay. the living room we had like space. We we could only have a, like a certain amount of square feet. Mm -hmm. This car was the size of the living room. It was the entire space of the living room, a door, and a TV on the wall. And I turned that in, and an I update. came back with an okay. What? We, we it's hit. Modern. It's modern. Modern. Man. This was a partner project. And, like, at, for the final, we took that out. But we hid. 
it's weird the way the program worked yeah you could like it was in like a 3d plane so we hid a helicopter <laughs> underneath the house that's so bad and i don't either he didn't see it he didn't look at it or he didn't care well no he probably assumed that every house has a helicopter under it because that's course. what he uses for bigfoot hunting sure he flies over the forest with binoculars <laughs> looking for the elusive Bigfoot. Uh, is that his retirement plan is finding Bigfoot? I don't know. He He's kind of homeless. <laughs> he, like, every, he like doesn't have a place of like his own. Onion. Like every every sentence you tell me it about gets him bigger. just reveals more of his personality. He, over the summer, he shacked up and he was living with my boss, the, the IT guy. <laughs> he shacked up <laughs> like he has a girlfriend he oh, it's weird i don't know he has a girlfriend he has a girlfriend is who, it bigfoot <laughs> it might be over the, over the three months that she's i worked hairy. with him he 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 did a thing where it was her birthday and he oh, wrote no. her a poem like one of those really bad like one of those poems that you know this is really bad it's like a fourth grader wrote it yeah, but he was yeah. so proud of it like he went around telling it to everybody <laughs> he went to our boss told him went to the principal <laughs> read to him read to the principal this poem he wrote for his girlfriend I, i'm just imagining i'm just imagining just like listen you need to stop coming into my office <laughs> you've read me this poem you can't four keep doing times. this <laughs> i uh, get it you love your girlfriend the vividness with which you describe her body <laughs> worries me a little. Oh, no. Why did you just gasp and look like I revealed some horrible memory? What did I just bring up? So that goes into the theater story. Oh, my God. Uh, is this the theater story you were telling me that is the best theater story ever? Okay. I it's, might go ahead and start this. I'll, I'll, I'll finish up with the shop teacher real yeah, quick. Okay. Yeah. So he kind of goes from house to house. He doesn't really have his own place. Sometimes he lived with his girlfriend. He lived with my boss for a little bit. I don't know where he's at now. Okay. So like consensually. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not just breaking into people's <laughs> houses. Just go downstairs. Sup. I I'll, built this house. Want to go find Bigfoot? I'll just sleep in your car. It's no big deal. <laughs> You guys got a helicopter, right? Um, he's he's a bit of a pervert. Where, <laughs> what? Where? No. <laughs> the man who doesn't have a house plays D&D during class and hunts Bigfoot on the weekends also probably doesn't have a great view on women. What? <laughs> where? <laughs> you, you, Aaron, Aaron, listen. I know I said this was going to be a casual podcast, but could you stop bringing lies Stop bringing I tell the truth. There was a point where uh, <laughs> during that summer, the gym floors got redone, and there was this group of three girls oh, like oh, taping no. up lines so oh, they would know where to no. repaint the lines when they were done. Yeah. And no, he didn't do anything to them specifically, but oh, he yeah, walked out, God. and he has this thing where he yells constantly. He comes out and he yells, What are you doing? And it's like, it's he he yells constantly. And after we walked out, he looks at me and he goes, you see that? See that? They, they were listening to what I was saying. And he told me, he's like, you got to go back there. I'm like, what? You got to go back there and hit on those girls. Come on. I set you up. I got them warmed what up the for you. <laughs> and I was like, I, I set you up. Listen, Aaron, do you want to get laid or not? <laughs> just go in there. Just yell, what are you doing? <laughs> and then start ranting about Bigfoot. It's the, the ladies ultimate, love it. It's the ultimate panty dropper. 
The ladies love it. What is going on with this pant? Uh, <laughs> I, I heard a story because I, uh, I had a friend that uh, he worked in IT. He, he works IT now, but not for that school because he has better things to do with his life. <laughs> he told the story. Because he's intelligent. <laughs> he, he told the story of how um, he went in there and like they were going over some upgrades for the computers. Yeah. And this and this girl comes up in like volleyball shorts. Oh, God. and then and then the shop teacher just kind of looks at her and like looks back and forth between my friend and the girl and then she walks away and then as after she walks away the shop teacher turns around and goes like did you see that did you see that <laughs> that's like that's like i was it was after my first i think it was christmas at bethany yeah and uh, a friend of mine comes up and she has a boyfriend at this time she she does now but it's a different boy now and she she comes up gives me a hug you know and, oh nice job ethan and she walks away and my dad looks at her looks at me <laughs> looks back at her and then he looks at me and he just goes no risk no reward and he like pushes me towards <laughs> her no context of like do i know her do i know if she's single nothing that was just like no go risk. throw yourself in that picture <laughs> My my father once accurately predicted uh, oh, the no. the next girl that I like a girl that I would end up dating uh-huh. before I did, where oh, uh, apparently I was being like flirted with or whatever, and I didn't even know it because I'm dumb. But my father oh, from afar like leaned over to my mom and was like, "Look, look at that over there. Look at him. Look at that. He's getting flirted with." And then like, and I only found that out like. I, like a year and a half later when I actually started dating that girl. Yeah. And when my mom was explaining to my dad who it was and she was like, you know, that that girl that you said was flirting with him like two years ago. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but OK. I, yeah. Go back to the shop teacher. We oh, that, that's about it. I want to okay. get to if if you'll let me. Yeah, I would like to start no, my theater program. There's my theater no story. time limit on this. I mean, these are. I just got to be out here by seven. Is the thing. Oh yeah, I mean, me too. Yeah. So, but, but we, that's an hour and a half. We have we have plenty of time. So yeah, no, go into so the, the theater saga, program. the saga, the saga, the, the Shakespearean tragedy of my theater program. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm gonna do a quick rundown of how many heads of the programs and directors we had in the. I I was there. I was in it for like five years, but in the last three years of it. I'm going to count. Okay, so there was one, two, three, four, five. This is riveting radio. Six. <laughs> I think there was like seven or eight heads of the program in three years, whether they were fired or quit. Oh, my God. That's three a year. It's insane. I was one of them. You were ahead of a theater I, program? I directed a competition one act. Because of the sheer incompetence of the other director oh who God. was there, who was then oh fired God. at the end of the year for incompetence. Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, we start we start, we start, start our story. Uh, I started theater when I was in, like, eighth grade. And the theater director at the time, she'd been there, like, 15 years. Okay. And, uh, and that was fine. Like, the first two years of theater – or are very good it's the reason i do theater they it like taught me everything i need to know and then my freshman no sophomore year of high school we were doing the miracle worker and halfway through the show there was randomly two weeks in the middle of the production where there was zero rehearsal 
It was what? just like on the call bo- call board. It was just like the window of the office because we didn't have a call board. Because again, flaming yeah. tar pit. Yeah. And there was it just, just two weeks up. where there was a piece of notebook paper just that just said no rehearsal. That's it. And what? we were like, what? that's suspicious. That's that's pretty odd. And we were, like, we were starting to speculate. And we were like, well, she has a daughter in, like, New York. So maybe, like, someone's going with her and she had to, like, go over there or something. Mm-hmm. And then randomly, one day, that has come down. And it just says, uh, theater, meet on stage 3 o'clock, like, as soon as school's done. Yeah. And we're like, that's odd because this isn't a rehearsal. It's meet on the stage. Yeah. Because if it's a rehearsal, no, it's no at, like, rehearsal. 6.30. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we go there and we don't know what's going on. And we show up, and the I'm so scared. And the director is standing there with the activity director of the school. Okay, so the lady is there. Yes, our was, director is there. She's not dead. Wor- yeah, that's what I was. She's not about. dead. The, that she had died, and the school had no idea what to do. Yeah, and keep in mind, right now we are in the middle of production, like literal yeah. middle. We have blocked things. Like mm-hmm. we are, we are probably two weeks into production, and we had two weeks off. And mm-hmm. she's like. Okay, guys, this is going to be really hard. And she, she pretty much says that she's leaving. Like, mid, oh. middle of production, she's leaving. Wait, like that week? That day. That was her last day. That was her last day. She left that day. She left in the middle of the production. Yes. We didn't ask why. <laughs> we were like, hmm, maybe this has something to do with the two weeks that she was missing. Yeah. But – I have learned that of all the people in that program, which in that show was probably like 15 or 20. Yeah. Of that, everyone in that production, I think there's two people who knew what went on and I'm one of them. And I'm, I, when we reach that point in the story, I'll determine whether or not I want to say what actually happened. Okay. I'm going to want to know either way, but we can shut the mics off if you want. And I can. (laughs) I'm, I'm debating. Is it like a felony? No, no, no. Nothing illegal. Nothing illegal happened. But I'm unsure if it's my place to share that tea. Okay. Well, we'll get to that when we get to we'll that. We'll get that. So, yeah. the after, like, we say our goodbyes, we give her a hug. Because she was good. She was, like, hard. Yeah. But she was fair. Like, my, my earliest memory of theater is her literally screaming at me. Like, full, high-pitched screeching. Like a harpy. But she was great. Uh, because... After that, she still talked to us, and she, like, got her master's thesis and then okay. invited her favorite students over to her lake house for a thesis burning party, and it was great. <laughs> Did you go? Of course. <laughs> of course I went. Um, so, and then the uh, after we do that, the activity director brings us into this classroom, and he's like, all right, we got a new director for you. And in comes this this specimen of a man this oh my goodness gracious the the screeches of the ladies in the room told the story as as i'm sitting there with my friend or like is this something we're doing it was the stereotypical like hipster hot theater guy oh okay like yeah like i I ain't gay but like you it's one of those people that you look at him like okay that's a good looking man yeah it's like yeah and he w- he was like the classic like modern good looking guy. Yeah, I can see him. And he Where's comes in with something like that. Yeah, I and he comes in that. with a super deep voice, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Jake. <laughs> I'm Jake." And all of your hymens just ruptured. Right now. <laughs> yeah. 
all of your 16-year-old ideas. <laughs> I'm introducing you to what you want. <laughs> and Jake is a more problematic character than the shop teacher right now. Except he's not. <laughs> he's really not. Um, so he comes in, and we find that uh, the current the show at the time was Miracle Worker, and okay. he was from MSU. Okay. And MSU had just finished on doing The Miracle Worker, and he acted in it. Oh, so he was oh, coming over. He was like a graduating theater senior that year. And so he was like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to take over. And that was the last time theater made sense in that school because we didn't appreciate him when he was there, but he was the stability that program needed in the midst of the 15-year the fifteen year veteran who directed that thing forever was there. And he was always like, the whole year, he was like, I don't think I'll be here next year. I'll probably be leaving. I'll, I'll see yeah. if I can be here next fall, but I, we'll I'm gone. And he was very open about it. So they had a whole year. That school had a whole year to find his replacement. And uh, I, I say we didn't uh, – I say we didn't appreciate him when he was there because he was probably the last re- good director that school had. Yeah. Because fast forward a whole <laughs> – Including oh, you. <laughs> oh, yeah, including me. Fast forward a whole nother year. That, that fall, was shit. We get introduced to the new director who uh, we, we – he has, he has bon- become known around that school as G-Bus. Oh, my God. He was a bus driver. G-Bus. Who looked like Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Well, the nickname makes sense. Yes. I was confused for a minute. And we and were kind of disappointed because they were like interviewing and hiring for that job. And our, our great, our great director, man, Jake was like, Hey, I got this guy from MSU. I know him. I'll give him the whole roll down. He'll be great. And he didn't get hired. Cause think, <laughs> think, think from the school's perspective, would you rather have theater, like theater graduate who knows the system is introduced by the director knows how things work or bus driver who likely never finished college. <laughs> who you do know, you pick? You know, Aaron, when you lay it out like that, I think the, you got to go with the bus. Driver. Yeah. The bus drivers, the bus really, drivers gotta yeah, be the pick. It's a really interesting. I mean, it's an outsider who can fix the system. It's what it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> uh, so he didn't finish the year. <laughs> oh man. The system chewed him up and spit him out? Is that what you're telling me? He tried chewing up the system, and the system chewed back. (laughs) He tried chewing the system like tobacco, and it just ended up being as bad for him as actual chewing tobacco. So uh, he was bad. He was bad at his job. He didn't direct. He didn't trust. So a tradition at that school's theater was every Saturday – we had set construction. You go construct a set as a team. It's team building. You learn. You use power tools younger than you should, mm-hmm. even if you're not trained. It's great. Great fun times for everyone. <laughs> he didn't trust the students with anything. Hold he didn't on. trust them. Hold yeah. on. You're like eighth grade years or ninth grade at this point, right? Uh, okay. G-Bus came in my – that was wedding senior year. So Okay. I fast forward another year. This is my junior year of high school. Okay. Here's the thing. G-Bus was a bad hire. But that one aspect is a, is a good notion. Maybe don't give juniors in high school power. Hey, tools. now we learned how to do that in shop class. <laughs> the shop teacher was extremely diligent in <laughs> in shop safety, 
Hey, but, hey, uh, G-Bus, can you get me the uh, Bigfoot saw over there? <laughs> he, the shop teacher was incredibly careful uh, for teaching us the motto, if you see red, you're probably dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or you've captured the Bigfoot. <laughs> that, those are your two options. So uh, you've wounded the beast. G-Bus didn't trust us with anything. I mean, that's fair. It's... And, but I mean anything. He didn't. Uh, he decided he was going to do a Midsummer Night's Dream, which is Shakespeare. Yeah, it is high school kids doing Shakespeare. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of the easiest Shakespeare high school plays. shows should never be Shakespeare. But it's one of that's one of the easiest Shakespeare plays to put on. High school kids can't do Shakespeare. No, I agree. Like full stop. It's because okay, here's. Here's like a serious wait, thing. Wait, like, so you're telling me that a bus driver who looked like Jesus probably didn't like understand the intricacies of theater? What? what? I so Aaron, Aaron, stop lying to me about your high school. I'm you sorry. went to a normal high school, didn't you? I'm sorry. Your name's not even Aaron. It's Tom. <laughs> Tom Stuby. <laughs> so he uh. So, like, the, look, quick aside as to why high school kids can't do theaters, because they don't understand yeah. Shakespeare, Yeah, where it's fair. they try and act Shakespeare like they're acting Shakespeare, when you need to act Shakespeare like you're acting. So, like, they try and be big and extravagant, and that's what people do when they make fun of Shakespeare for a reason, yeah. because it's bad. Because it's dumb. And they don't understand that just because the words are funny, you still have to act it properly, and you yeah. still have to... They are still normal people doing normal people things, and you have to treat it as such. But but high school, unless it's a good theater program with actual theater classes. By the way, my high school had zero theater classes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, but he decided he was doing that, and the show was a disaster. It was awful. He he made every costume out of this. He made <laughs> he handmade all the costumes. Oh, of course. He made. <laughs> but here's 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 the. Here's the catch, okay? No, like you hand make all the costumes. We do that here at Bethany. We have a wonderful costume designer in Emily. But she's trained. <laughs> she knows now, what she's doing. If you were designing a Shakespeare costume, you'd think yes. it would be like some some nice cloth, some nice like maybe puffy shirts, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. Jeebus didn't make his costumes out of nice puffy shirts and maybe some nice. Some nice retro-looking clothes. No, 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 no. He made it out of hemp. <laughs> he made costumes out of styrofoam. What? <laughs> <laughs> hemp is so much better. <laughs> he made it. He made every costume cut from the same oversized piece <laughs> so, of styrofoam. So wait, so wait, are you talking about like every single inch of every costume was made? Not of every inch. Okay. So I <laughs> So it's not looking like a bunch of Minecraft nerds are running around so uh doing Shakespeare. <laughs> we had a um so it's Midsummer Night's Dream. So you have yeah, like yeah. the mechanicals, which are like the mm -hmm. dumpy actor people. Yeah. Those were normal clothes with random shapes. I'm talking squares and triangles of styrofoam glued to the to these <laughs> dirty white basic shirts and and like capris. Um, they he made togas and secured them with styrofoam for the like the lovers in the forest. Yeah. But the fairies, the the fleet of fairies. As well as like, uh, 
yeah, the fleet of fairies was made. Those costumes were made completely out of styrofoam. Styrofoam <laughs> wings, styrofoam chest pieces. They, he, oh my God. I drive a styrofoam bus for years. I'm going to, I'm going, I just realized something terrifying about yeah. this. Oh no. I'm going to preface this by saying he was fired for sexually harassing a student. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You realized something terrifying and it wasn't that? Because all of the oh, no. fairies oh, no. were, were young girls and they oh. all had chess pieces No, with breast no. pieces cut out. Oh my God. They weren't wearing shirts under the chest pieces. What? No. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's horrible, but I. It's, it's the awful. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. We wait oh. a second. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> so so here's the thing, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> so this is on him. Yes. Okay. But it's also kind of on every other adult at the school. Oh. Like, who's just watching this and letting it happen? Oh, we got complaints after the first performance. We Obviously, got... Obviously, but I'm talking about the faculty. Who who saw the rehearsals and were like, naked underage girls? Theater's always been a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? Well, here's the thing about St. Clair. Nobody <laughs> checks to see what the theater's doing. And nobody really cares. <laughs> so, uh, that happened. Uh, Puck was a girl. It, w it was the same girl who I ended up dating. And that was actually that show where my, my father made the great, the great figuring outing. Wait, wait. Okay. So, this is now totally different context your dad didn't your dad didn't think she was flirting with you your dad just thought you saw her topless and was like oh, oh he's in <laughs> yeah like he he knows what guys want no here's the she uh puck did not have the foam breastplate oh okay good puck uh had a small a weird dress thing made out of what i can only explain as said good too early. A purple, glitterly, semi-see-through curtain. But she was wearing a shirt underneath, right? Define shirt. Something that covers the nipples. Yes. Okay, thank God. I think. You think? Oh, my God. Okay, nipples recovered. I can confirm oh, nipples recovered. You just went back in your memory. I went back to my memory. <laughs> I just remember she oh. had zero support. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And this is, like, this is high school at, like, the height of just being nervous about your body. Okay, in her defense, she was, like, 18. She was, she was a senior. She was 18. It's fine. So, Oh, so what you're saying is she was legal? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Aaron. Of course. <laughs> you you need to preface it with that before. No, no. All the other like fourteen year old girls with breastplates. No, 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 no. <laughs> they don't matter because the one eighteen year old was fine. Yeah. No, no, no. How old's that one whose nipples we can't see? 
18, you're good. You're good. You're good. So um, I... We'll give you a Janet Jackson. One nipple. That's what you get. <laughs> one. Take it or leave it. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to the paywall, everyone. This is not going up for my mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so that that show was awful. Just like as a personal experience, that show was awful. What? For me, really? For me. Like you'd think it'd be amazing, right? <laughs> for a guy. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. But as someone who has a deep love for theater and doing things uh kind of the way I know it, uh it was not good. It doesn't help wow. that um the previous year I I had been dating this girl and it got pretty ugly between us. Oh and okay. everyone oh, knew wow. it. And the way he casted it, so there's the man who turns into a donkey. Yeah, yeah. Who has the queen of the fairies fallen in love with him would you care to guess who those two people were mm. you look like a real queen of fairies type guy to me. no let me tell you i just remembered so oh, no. what else did you just remember you need to stop remembering things i'm going to there's i'm gonna grab this camera stand over here and hit you on the head a couple times with it we're 40 minutes in i it's, it's, i haven't spoken like two words i'm sorry no it's fine this is what i thought it was gonna be this is what i was afraid it was gonna be no this is so much better than anything i could have brought okay um so <laughs> This the could be a long the show two of too. us had a um. There was this stump that we were sitting on. <laughs> uh, it was like a weird bed thing that was at. Yeah, like... I got it from my living room. <laughs> but here's the thing: to cover up the wood thing, there had to be yeah. some sort of blanket there. This man brought in a leopard print blanket <laughs> to put on what is effectively the sex stump. <laughs> Where they just lay there and cuddle Wait, for half the show. I'm sorry. You had a sex stump and it wasn't called the bone home. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. This isn't a bone house. It's a bone home. <laughs> so I just remembered the leopard print thing because that was really weird. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. And you had, to, you had to lay on the leopard print blanket. On the sex blanket. With this person which, that I, at that point, deeply resented. Which, by the way, there was, one, no way this blanket was not from his house. And two, no way he did not have sex on this blanket. <laughs> so, gotta be more realistic. It's gotta smell like all the nasty there to it. <laughs> I mean... I, I tell you what. The podcast behind the paywall is going to be hilarious. So, <laughs> the, the one that goes up for free is going to be like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, I can tell my near-death story for the free one. Don't worry. That's PG. <laughs> okay. Thank God. <laughs> hey, to be fair, we haven't gotten that wrong sheet. It's like PG-13. We're fine. Yeah. No, We're I just fine. don't want my mom to hear me talk about Bono. <laughs> or the nipples. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our tight five on this chick's nipples are... <laughs> Definitely going behind the Patreon wall. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was at that show that I determined I had to date this chick. <laughs> it was at that show that I became a man. <laughs> so, 
at that point, I effectively like I wanted to quit theater because it. it Why? It was exhausting. I I couldn't deal with this person. Was it? I. It was that. It was the fact that the show was overall just bad. It was probably probably the worst production that school had ever put on. No, no, no. It was the worst production that has ever been put on. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, underage fairies running around in styrofoam sex suits. <laughs> it was the worst show that has ever been put on. I'm sure of it. So, like a week, like actually a week from show, I was standing backstage, and I couldn't handle it anymore. Where I texted my friend, Aaron, I was like, I Aaron, can't do this. Why? I just what remembered something you? else about the show. It's not explicit. It's why it was garbage. Because I was texting my friend. Isn't that what we've been talking about this, for the last 10 minutes? This friend had he, he had been casted for the show, but he dropped it without telling anybody. So we just stopped showing up. Fair. Fair. That's what I would do, too. I'd see, I would see the no, underage no. sex fairies and be like, I am out of here. I have walked into the wrong gymnasium. So we... Uh, <laughs> what had happened was he was supposed to be the king of the fairies, Oberon. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yep. So uh-huh. what we did was we had this – we had – my friend's name is Devin. Okay. And there was this kid there also named Devin. Okay. And we had Devin take on the role of Oberon. But the, we didn't want to make Devin. him – we didn't want to make him learn the script, which – as Why would you? <laughs> later in the year, we find was a dumb decision because a kid like learned a whole musical in a day, and he's the goat. Uh, so what we did... Why would you want to have your actor know what he's supposed to be saying? Okay, have you seen the anime My Hero Academia? No. Okay. I've heard of it. There's a villain in it called All for One, and he has this weird mask thing that's like yeah. the bottom... It's like the bottom half of the Darth Vader mask. Okay. G Bus made one out of styrofoam and gave it to this kid. <laughs> and he wrapped it in chains. <laughs> Painted it and his face what? purple. What? And then what? had and then had this random senior girl off stage reading the lines into a mic. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's the thing that strikes me the most about this. Oberon's a dude. That is correct. <laughs> I'm shocked Jeebus didn't take on that role by himself. <laughs> Just a hero needs to step up. I will read the lines of Oberon. But that would require him while taking responsibility Mad, for something. While Mad Max Darth Vader gets to go out. Go they also the they court. sent him out there in let so I, I explained it as like poofy capris where they were like these weird shorts type things that went slightly past yeah. the knee and were made out of dirty okay. fabric. He gave this kid <laughs> also those from his house made out of leather, <laughs> had him go out shirtless, and then painted. Wait, wait a second! <laughs> wait a <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Okay. 
so he made him go out shirtless. Nipples and upper painted purple. <laughs> but he had a girl read his lines. Yes. Into a mic from backstage. Into a mic from backstage. <laughs> so here's my question. With a, with a, with a, with a purple chained face mask with leather pants. That's just the worst episode to start on, because it's just gonna it's be all downhill from here. Us laughing. What? What? But wait, there's more. Keep going. So I want this to end. So he. He made this, um, he made oh this, like, God. extension. I'm dying. <laughs> now, <laughs> so, uh, okay, I'll finish. That, that's, uh, that's, like, the end of that show. Keep it's, going. like, it's dead. That show is dead. Uh, we, we, we collectively refer to that show as Midsummer's Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then competition every winter. Wait. Why? I don't know. I... You'll have to go back and talk to some. I did not buy the T-shirt for that show, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. some people did, and I give them <laughs> massive amounts of crap for it every time I see them. What's it? It's awful. Oh, what's the T-shirt? Granted, technically shirtless guy. Technically, my face is on it, but I refuse to buy it. <gasps> Wait, I... your face is on it. There was okay. So the main crux of Midsummer's Night's Dream yes. is that it's all one big butt joke. Where the guy named Bottom turns into an ass. Yeah. And then it's all just butt jokes. Uh-huh. The back of the t-shirt, which was designed by... Everything's connected, by the way. Everything's connected. <laughs> the girl who designed the t-shirt was the girl who G-Bus inevitably got fired for sexually harassing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's just like a fairy, some stars, and like a donkey head. Yeah. And on the back, it just says, this show was a pain in my bottom. Because everyone knows it was awful. Oh I don't think anybody told them about the shirt. Um, oh so I I auditioned for the one act, got cast, and then quit. Because I couldn't handle it. Okay. Because normally we had, because this is a high school, the, the time frame was way longer than a normal show. Yeah. Where it was a 35-minute show, and we had basically two months to put it together. Uh-huh. All, we had December and January. All of December was like random exercises. What? We never got a script. I left mid-December, like three weeks into production. We didn't have scripts. He never gave us a script. G-Bus, this is. G-Bus, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I quit. I felt bad and came back to work tech. (laughs) You felt bad. I felt bad for for quitting in the middle of a show. Even though the show hadn't even started yet. But I still felt bad. Um, Apparently, he was talking like mad shit about me after I left. And he, because I said, because I knew G-Bus the stage manager. Is a spiteful folk, huh? Absolutely. So the, the girl who was the fairy queen, my ex-girlfriend who I resented at the time. Yeah. She had yeah. a sister, and her sister to this day is awesome. Like, okay. like I got the wrong one. So, uh, she was the stage <laughs> that joke manager. Would have been funnier if it was not preceded by tw- twenty minutes of Jeebus stories. <laughs> so, um. I go to her, so I'm asking her. 
uh, I'm like, hey, I feel bad. I want to do tech. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll let him know. And she comes back to me and <laughs> gives me word for word what he said is if he wants that, he can come talk to me like a big boy. So the next day at 6.30, I marched my way to the gym, looked at him dead in the eye and said, hey, I want to do tech. And he looked at me with bewilderment. Like he didn't expect me to come and call his bluff because he yeah. he, he yeah. literally backpedaled. He took two steps back and went, oh, uh, yup, yup, you got it, yup. Even though it was technically I wasn't supposed to join at that point mm-hmm. because the time they had submitted the roster for the one act. They had to yeah. call in and make special arrangements to get me added to the tech roster because he was too afraid. He was he was too spineless to say, no, you can't. When, wow. I, when I came down and called his bluff. Wow. So after that show, we start the worst production. <laughs> the worst. We're, keep in mind, we spent 20 minutes talking about Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yeah. Now it's time so for it's worse the this. worst production. Oh, my God. I like to say I didn't have a junior year in high school. And a combination of Midsummer Night's Dream and this next show is the reason. Have you ever seen the Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer? No, I hate Adam Sandler. So do I. Well, this oh. was a musical version of that movie. Wait, I would assume The Wedding Singer has some music in it? It does. It does. It okay, is so it's a an Adam Sandler a musical. musical movie type thing. Okay. Noted. We don't have time for this. Keep going. <laughs> for being uh, raunchier than your average like kids movie. Yeah. Like It was... It was like peak 80s. Like, my character had a cocaine habit that we had to cut from the script. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Honestly. We had simulated sex for two productions in a row, and I couldn't talk about my cocaine habit. What is wrong with this school? So so this also had a sex scene. Okay. So before (laughs) G-Bus... When we still had Nick, we had uh, we the show was Into the Woods, and there's a part oh, yeah. where, oh oh god, I just realized that both simulated sex scenes I was a part of, because there's a there's a scene in they're trying to tell you something in there. Into the Woods where Cinderella's Prince Charming and this random girl they meet in the woods and they just get down and dirty. <laughs> no. Why is there so much sex in a high school theater production? There was a whole song about it. <laughs> Anything can happen in the woods. We boned, we boned, we boned, we boned, we boned. can happen in the woods. <laughs> no, we're not going into that. <laughs> it, it, it was a great time. So, but yeah, both of those simulated sex scenes were fine. But I can't talk of, I can't have a line in a song that just says a bump of coke. <laughs> So, uh, we had a first run of auditions for The Wedding Singer. Okay. Nothing came of that because two days after that, G-Bus was fired. (coughs) And that's because the girl who uh, was my my partner for the first simulated sex scene, who designed the t-shirt for Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yes. so, like, you know how schools have, like, dress-up days or whatever and, sure. like, come, come, come dress as this thing? She was down – she got permission to go down to the green room and grab some costumes for it. And oh she's down there, and Jeebus no, goes no, down no, there. No, no, And no. he's like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, grabbing stuff for a dress-up day. And he looks at her and goes, 
Oh, is it whore day? <laughs> I'm muting your mic. <laughs> I just, I cannot believe every single adult at this school was just fine with this man. Here's the best part. Here's the best part. The person who reported him was not a parent. It no. was not a staff no. member. No. It wasn't even a student. It, it was our what? knight in shining armor, Jake, who came back to save <laughs> oh us my God. by reporting him. What? <laughs> How did Jake know? I'm so lost. Where does Jake come in on this? So this girl had, like, the biggest, like, lady boner for Jake and like kept talking to him after yeah. after he left oh my God. and this man Jake I have mad respect because yeah. he could have yeah. easily been like oh you're trying to get you he was like no 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 and he was like he was very clear he like he was like I ain't touching that with a 20 foot pole well yeah but then yeah. when she was like oh yeah here's this thing that happened today he was like that's not okay yeah and so he, he came back just to save us oh my god Jake's a hero he is Jake, I, I'm sorry for insinuating you were worse than the shop teacher. <laughs> no, he's great. Um, Jake is the real Jesus. The real MVP. Uh, so then next we get – so he's gone, and mm -hmm. we're like, hey, we're running a new set of auditions with this new director. I never Not learned Jake. her name, but I know her nickname. Oh, my God. And through her nickname, I know her real name. So everyone called her Elizabeth. <laughs> Would you like to take a guess why? I'm going to say she was a lovely human being who had a female dog. That's what I'm guessing. Absolutely. Uh, she was awful. Yeah. yeah. She came from she she was fresh out of Los Angeles <laughs> where she she told us no more information needed. She told us that she was an actor who was having some medical issues, but she really thought she had her big break and she got on Broadway and she was working in TV and everything. But she was having medical issues, so she came up here to be close to Rochester. We're like, oh, okay, okay. And then we Googled her. Would you like to know her uh, – I was making it big in TV. Would you like to know what she, she – she did have a role on television. Would you like to know what it is? I'm going to say sex scene. She was an extra on Dexter. <laughs> was, she a, was she a victim? I don't know. But I mean, that's pretty big. Uh, yeah, extra on Dexter's pretty big. That's pretty big. Like, that's bigger than anything I'll ever get in Hollywood. I mean, probably, yeah. I would get like serial killer on Dexter. Ooh. With how I look. Just the lumberjack? The scraggly beard. and Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she comes in, and I, uh, I will exclude the personal drama that happened during this audition. Because I was kind of sick at the time. And uh, you also had a medical condition. <laughs> I'm going to get you right as you're taking a drink. I, no I need problem. this drink. My throat's going. No, I know. You were telling me you were like, yeah, I've been talking to people like all week and I just haven't been drinking water. <laughs> I'm like, what? You do need to just start carrying around a gallon of water. OK, so, so I have my water bottle. So so Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were to guess a time frame. Yeah. From when we met her on the first day of auditions. To when she got the nickname. To when she quit. To when she quit. How long was she there? Take a guess. Take a, take a gander and a guess. Well, there Keep in mind, 
She was there long enough to cast the show, and her cast list inevitably was the cast list that was used. Okay. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say four days. Including the first day of audition, she was there for three days. Oh, my God. I was so close. You were very close. But you're also giving her a bit much too much credit. Yeah. So she quit because she wow. learned that this was not a Hollywood Dexter production with <laughs> tons of people. That she would have to block the show, direct the show, uh, direct lighting, be in charge of lighting, do lighting. Basically do everything that a small town yeah. theater program has to do. So she quit. Be part of everything. Right. But even after that, her cast list was awful. She, that, she could not mm. cast a show for the life of her. It was bad. I was casted as a grandma. Well, you can't, you do have a grandma look. <laughs> no, I was I was casted to play the main villain of the show and the grandma at the same time. Now, hold on. Yep. Is the grandma the main villain of the show? It is not. Okay. So In that's fact, ridiculous then. The main villain is the fiance of so wait. the of the female lead who is the granddaughter of the grandma. Oh my god. I don't even want to know what this show was. I don't even want to know. I'm just... The final product of the show was great. Was it? It was a good show. Did Jake swoop back in? To watch. Okay. Production-wise, it's the biggest shit show I've ever been a part of. Wow. Where by the end... Okay, anyway. It gets... This gets spicy here. Oh, no. So instead of finding a new director to hire, because they had not had any luck with that, and they wanted to get the show on the road... They, they brought back Jeebus. He's coming back. They decided that one of the English teachers and the IT guy who was involved with, who liked theater stuff, they would be in charge. I'm like, okay, that's fair. That's Makes fine. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then we found out that we were using the same cast list. And we're like, uh, that cast list sucks. Can we get a – and we asked very politely. We asked if we could get uh, whoever – we didn't know who was in charge. We were like, we said, whoever's in charge, could they please – run their own auditions, make their own cast list. Because right now, the mm -hmm. cast list is for Elizabeth's show, not whoever's coming in show. Okay. We were denied. Uh, there was a point where we, we, we made a petition, and all but two members of the cast signed the petition. And they denied us. They made us take down our petition. When every single member of the show, oh except for two. We had... And you know those two are just the two people who, like, didn't want to rock the boat either. Right. Because we took it to the activity director, and the two people who didn't were the daughter of the activity director and my friend who quite barely – no, he did sign it. He wasn't there with us. He, okay. It was the activity director's daughter who got, like, the second female lead and her friend who got the third female lead. Everyone else – the male lead signed the petition for recasting. The female yeah, lead signed it. signed it for recasting because they said, this is dumb. It's not fair. Because Elizabeth only – she had two nights of auditions. She yeah. only casted people from the first night. Oh, my God. She threw everyone else at um, – she threw everyone else into chorus. And normally they'll be oh. like, oh, that's a casting decision. But the auditions were run differently mm -hmm. because with the people she had there, she had them learn songs. And recorded them singing songs to get a feel for it. She didn't do that with the second crop of people. Oh, my God. So she gave the first day people more opportunity than the second day. To show what they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. 
And the only reason that uh, me and my friend, who were the first and second fe- uh, male leads, we were there the second day. And that's because we forced her to cast us because we were by far the best guys there. Yeah. Because like 100%. two guys showed up on the first day. And bless his heart, I love him, but one of them can't speak. He has one of the worst stutters you'll ever find. He's a sweet guy, and he's great at, like, he's great at physical comedy. Like, yeah. he is super funny just having a pantomime, but he can't speak. Okay. And she was like, okay, I can't do that. So we made her basically yeah. cast us from the that second day. Sense. But we were like, this is dumb. The auditions weren't fair. Can we get a recast? And we were denied. They made us take down our petition. So the group of, the entire cast of like 25 people marched into the activity director's office and we're like, hey, we have this petition signed. You've always told us if we want to do something, make a petition, you'll listen to us. Yeah. And he said, you know what he said? He we said, lied. He said no. That's awful. He said, That's... but he, it wasn't that he said no. He looked out at the group of us and a bunch of us were seniors. I mm-hmm. wasn't at the time, but I was there. Yeah. And he said, he says, I don't like this because all I see here is a bunch of seniors that don't like where they were casted. As I look in front of me and I have the female lead standing in front of me. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about, but it's because his daughter had finally gotten a semi major part in the show and nepotism. Okay. And nepotism is the greatest drug. It is. Yeah. Cocaine. Nepotism second, but cocaine. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) So the show, and we, then heroin. We Kurt Cobain didn't die of nepotism. Well, he died of a jealous wife. Uh, Funny, I thought it was a shotgun. Muting your mic again. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> How dare you? How dare? How dare? So, so uh, we get going, and I see. Uh, the the girl who was leading the petition and the march to the activity director. If you of all the characters I've introduced, who do you think the the person who's been there the whole time? I don't even care. It's the girl oh who was sexually harassed and the boy got fired. Was made the T-shirt. Was th- my partner in the first simulated sex scene. They went up to her and they oh made her God. the director oh my God. of this musical. Oh my God! No, this mentally no. unstable no. teenage girl no. was now th- the director of this musical. <laughs> why is why is every decision they make the wrong one? Not even the wrong one. Every decision they make. You've seen those memes of like the dude being thrown out the window for making a dumb like opinion, yeah. right? Every decision that the school makes is like a decision that that guy would call a dumb move. Yeah. Like, I I want to say it's a comedy of errors, but it, like it's so bad that it's not funny. Again, and it, then it gets worse. It's that a it's Shakespearean tragedy. Funnier. That's that's all. And I thought that I had one of the worst theater experiences because, and this is not me. This is watching a friend. Yeah. Uh, he they were playing charlie in the chocolate factory yeah and this guy was big i mean he looked like an oompa loompa okay the perfect role but man well you would think but man this dude had a golden voice i mean just singing talking whatever it was it was just great and uh 
So he was cast as Charlie. Sure. And and you had a narrator come up, and the narrator would say, Charlie was a young boy, and he was starving. And he looked, you know, he was a big, portly young man. And so the crowd would just laugh at every time. Yep. And on the fourth show, the final show, the narrator, you know, Charlie was starving. <laughs> and the crowd bursts out laughing. And the guy just turns and goes, I know! <laughs> <laughs> And it's just awful. Uh, but that was that was even worse than anything I could have imagined. And I thought that, like, I had a messed up child. Oh, keep in mind, this is still my junior year. Oh, my God. I don't even want to know about your senior year. That'll be, that'll be the next time I have you on the pod. Yeah, I'll finish up junior year, and then we can move on to something yeah, else. Yeah, I was going to say, we've because been talking honestly, about this my, for an hour. My senior year is a... It's a, it's another animal. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll have you back on, and we will do a whole theater cast. Okay, uh, I'll finish this up quick about this. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I'll I'll try and speed through it. No, it's fine. You, I mean, we we got the time. So that's true. So they they gave this emotionally unstable who's had a very interesting year. Uh, she was a senior at the time. She was having a very interesting senior year, uh, and they were like. Also. Well, <laughs> this well, was Jeebus year, right? Yes, this was Jeebus year. And she was the girl who he sexually harassed yeah. into getting fired. Yeah. Is, is that all that happened? You know, I can't remember. Well, if that's all that happened, she's just being a pansy. <laughs> I mean, come, come on. on now. It's not like he actually did anything. <laughs> Shit. And muting the mic again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I may have faded it, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. No. Oh, damn it. I turned the soundboard down. That's right. I was going to do the trumpet sound. I'll fix funny. that in post. That's not funny. It's not funny. That's not, not funny. funny. This is serious. It's not funny. <laughs> told you this isn't funny how dare you make jokes at a time like this <laughs> so this uh that is the term i would use to describe her as is mentally unstable yeah no me too <laughs> and of uh so there is we spent the first like three or four weeks of this production just working on the first number yeah which would be fine except there was a whole rest of the show that she hadn't even blocked yet so we hadn't even gone through any scenes. We hadn't gone through any other songs. I don't know how this show turned out as good as it did because it all came together in the last week. Where The miracle of G-Bus. I guess. Oh, by the way, G-Bus, to this day, he still drives buses for that school. He was fired as the director. He was fired for the as the director for sexual harassment, but he'll still drive the bus. No, no, listen, listen. I've muted Aaron's mic again. This is like the fourth time I've done this. I need to send a message out to this school, right? Burn. Burn in hell. What are you doing? This is not a theater-related issue. This man is a bad man. This man is not a man. This is a man who put underage girls in sex shirts. This was what they were. 
Go ahead. I have one detail. Go ahead. He lives right across the street. What? He is left. He is. He lives 20 feet away from the school, from the front door. So he can't even smoke at his front door. He is that close. I think you have to be 50 feet away from the school. Uh, um. Oh, my God. Well, <sighs> here's the thing. <sighs> Nobody really listens to that rule anyway. I mean, I well, none of the students. I mean, I no. That's I mean, not, or the janitor. Listen, we, listen. That's not the important part of that rule. The important part of that rule is that yes, you can't smoke in a fifty-foot radius. Are you a sexual predator? <laughs> sure, we'll let You're you fine. live. Hey, we'll even pay you. Drive our buses. Take these. Take Underage these. Underage girls. Take these kids home to their homes. Please, find where they live. Oh, my fucking God. I never even thought about that. What the the fuck? After he was fired, I was standing in the parking lot talking to someone. And a bus rolls in. And we look up at the bus. Because, like, oh, some bus drivers are cool. And we look, and it's G-Bus. And we were both in Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. And we, he knew who, of course, knew who we are. This was after he was fired, but he was still a bus driver. No, and we were no, talking. He wasn't fired. He was given less work. That's what. That's he, fair. He wasn't fired. Okay. To be fair, the school does not directly hire and fire bus drivers. There, there's the bus company. <laughs> but I feel like they can tell someone. I mean, yeah, they. I don't think they ever bothered to tell the bus company. Or they told them, but the bus company was like, eh, we're low on bus drivers. Oh, my God. I don't want to know which it is because I know which it is. It's the school. The school did not bother to tell anyone. I could also, like, knowing uh, the bus driver situation, I could also very much see it being as like a, but we're low on bus drivers, though. We (laughs) We can't just fire one of them. Then we have, like, one less than we already did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is just the worst. Uh, it got to the point of <sighs> of the wedding singer. We'll we'll, we'll get off a of G bus for now. It Please, get, we'll it, we'll have a whole G bus episode. I think this man. This oh man yeah, G bus makes a glorious return in the senior year segment. Oh my god! Oh my god! We need we can't do this forever. We found his poetry. No, that'll that'll be bonus content. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want to hear the G bus saga. Aaron and I, at some point here, will get in and record the G-Bus saga. At some point. Uh, but the wedding singer got to a point where it was daily. The last two weeks, our mentally unstable director yeah. cut practice short early to go outside and cry. Oh, is how bad God. this got. It oh my God. was stunning. I That's, Stunning is a weird word to use there. Stunning. stunning. It was it's... the biggest shit show I've ever been a part of. Wow. It I and, mean, kudos and, to her for putting on. And a by show extension, like this. all of her helpers, her choreographers, and yeah. her costume people. Because oh kudos to all. Because of them. like she was in charge of the show, but the rest of the other stuff was kind of delegated. Like yeah. she had someone chore- yeah. choreographing it. She had someone in charge of costumes and kind mm-hmm. of all of that. But like by extension, the rest of them went out and cried. And by oh. extension, the impressionable members of the cast broke down because yeah. because when you're in that spot, you kind of have to be strong. It's it's kind of it comes it right. comes with the territory of you you kind of have to be able to bunker down. Wow, especially when you're dealing wow. with kids, yeah. like you have to you have to be able to be strong and deal with it. But they 
chose. I'm kind of crying right now. They they made the foolish decision to kind of throw this onto this girl who had been having not a great oh year. And yeah, yeah. I felt really bad. Like, and through it all, like I know, uh, like this girl's great. Uh, I've talked to her since, uh, and it doesn't help that the dynamic between her and her friends changed because she now had to be in charge and take charge of them. And that's a dynamic change that if you're not ready for and you don't know how to handle it, it's bad. I thought the shop taker was an onion. This is an onion. Because there were times when me and her, we would go off into a band practice room where no one could hear us and we would fight. Like we would stand there and argue for 10 or 20 minutes because because neither of us could handle what the other was doing because both of us because me and this person we have a very tumultuous relationship yeah where we have very similar goals we are very similar people but our ways of going about things is so different that we just fight when one of us is trying to take charge of the other and it's it's kind of something that would happen Mm -hmm. where we would just kind of fight for a bit yeah but that's i mean that's awful but at the end of the day somehow miraculously the show was amazing that's the actual great. the that's final great. product was one of the best shows that school had put on in a long while. I'm not even gonna make any fucking jokes about that. That's just like that's it's just, I it's mean, the really. one Damn it <laughs> It's it somehow, some way that saga had somewhat of a happy ending of through it all, the that's show good. was amazing. And it it kinda it sold some kids on the idea somehow sold the kids on some form of theater because great. the the show was great it there were people who were in it that had never acted before and they were mm-hmm. phenomenal we learned we learned a lot about people who weren't given opportunities because some people were thrust in opportunities that they never had before and they killed it and it i'm i'm just glad that that show had a happy ending oh yeah 100 and then after that they learned their lesson and they went out and they hired a new, they hired a new director. And we will get into that. And the story will be continued another day. I mean, wow, that's that's just messed up. I mean, I I thought that my childhood was messed up because my friends, I I lived next to a. Uh, for a long time, I thought it was a quarry. Yeah. Because there was this, you know, seven foot ish rock pile. Yeah. Like made of pebbles. Mm-hmm. That sat in its parking lot. A giant thing. And so for a long time, I was like, oh, that's a quarry. Yeah. Like, that's just an excrement of the quarry, I guess. Yeah. And then one day I was like, hey, mom, my friends and I are going to go over play in the parking lot of the quarry. And she's like, there's no quarry in town. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, what's next to us? And she goes, that's a grain mill. Apparently, it was. A, it, I still remember the name. It was Protein Sources. If you know that, they did like corn and and wheat and stuff like that. So I don't know why they had this rock pile. It's just, but my friends and I would just take our bikes up this rock pile, stand on, push ourselves down, and just see how long it like see who could go the farthest without falling. Oh, that's great! And so we were just face planning into the rock pile, and our parents knew about it. Like our parents encouraged this. (laughs) They're just like, go, go, do it. No, that's that's nuts, man. I mean, <laughs> I I will give a small a small pre. My senior year is what 
kind of reinvigorated my love for theater. That's good. Because at the end That's of this good. junior year, I say I didn't have a junior year, and I kind of pushed it out of my memory for a while because it did. Like, I quit in the middle of that year, and I came back. Well, yeah. So it, I, that year kind of killed it for me, but then my senior year, it, it, it brought it back. It's the reason I'm still doing theater here. That's good. And you're doing really well here. I mean, you're doing really oh, well thank in you. theater physics and and all of the productions here. I mean, all the productions at Bethany are great, I think. And I, we're certainly not paid to say that. Certainly not. Sit, sitting in their, in their podcast studio. But it, just, it would be nice if we said great things. Oh, but it would be nice if we were paid to say great things. <laughs> I talked about. I think any opportunity of any sort of sponsorship is long gone. <laughs> On the first episode when we're talking about. About Jeebus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, we could be sponsored by that bus company. That's true. I mean, we could. I could reach out to them. I don't know why I'm saying we. You are not the host of this show. I am. What? This is your podcast? <laughs> but I've been talking for an hour straight. <laughs> Welcome to the Aaron podcast. With I thought you were just here for color commentary. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> no, no. This is actually my podcast. Oh, if you would like to say something, go ahead. <laughs> Can I speak now? I was actually – you never gave me the permission, so I was just going to sit here quietly. At a oh, 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 I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Man, it would be great if I had something pulled up, but I just <laughs> – I can't get my you mind know, off of G-Bus. <laughs> you know, you like – you seem like you like these opportunities that I do give you. You should really start your own podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think you'd enjoy hosting your own show. See, here's, here's the thing is that I actually don't want to. Oh, I actually okay. want to be – and this is 100% serious. I want to be a professional podcast guest. I've talked about this before. I, I want to just like professionally join other people's podcasts. Basically do what I've been doing now. Fascinating. On, remember, on your own show. On, not, not just on my own show. On the first episode of my own <laughs> show. This Here. is our pilot, Aaron. <laughs> Here's a taste of what's to come. It's Ethan sitting there for... <laughs> And talking for 20 minutes out of an hour and a half podcast. It's it's Ethan not being able to breathe because of how <laughs> great these stories are. I, I, mean, I, I would love to come nuts. back because we have – I told one of my many stories. Oh, my God. That was – no. I, we didn't even finish it. Yeah, we didn't even finish it. I'm putting an, an embargo on this for this episode mainly because I – I would like some other content. That's not just Aaron talking. I mean, I mean, for as much time as I muted your mic, I've also probably sent that spent that same amount of time away from the mic. That's fair. I mean, you like completely took out a camera rig. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I didn't think we needed to mention it. It but was I, very funny. I did. That's because my fucking keys, man. I will leave these in my room. And so I got to have the end dangling off like this. But they get caught on everything. I got caught on a chair the other day in the cafeteria. Just like walking by. And then I just felt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a chair had dragged me back. Because my fucking keys had gotten caught on it. it they are the worst. The, no. But so you're a sophomore here now. 
That's uh, right. Or you're a junior, technically. Define year. <sighs> Which do you want? What do you view yourself as? Oh God. So what do you identify? This as? is this is my second year here. Okay. My paperwork says I'm a junior. Okay, so you're. I'm gonna say junior. If I'm okay. Right. I I, I kind of halfway decided that to bunker down, because yeah. last year I was like, uh, I was like, oh, you're a freshman. I was like, well, technically, I mean, my paperwork says I'm a sophomore, but I was like, no, yeah. you're you're a freshman. I'm like, okay, that's fair. But this year I'm Nobody like, okay, I've freshman. been a year. I've been here for more than a year. I I have credits. I I'm bunkering down. I am a junior. Okay. And then I say I'm a junior, and people are confused. Yeah, I can see that. And I pretty much go through the whole thing I just said. <laughs> no, that's that's great. Uh, no, but we, I, you're like my best friend who I never talk to. Like of all of the How friends sweet. that I have who I just don't talk to, you are the best friend of, out of that. I feel honored. You were you were going on about this before we started recording about how like. We didn't even know each other's names. Oh, yeah. when we, we never even met. formally met. We just stood next to each other at parties and just bantered. Yeah. Like, I I remember, you know, a couple days later after I first met you, I had a friend come up to me and I was telling him. And I was like, oh, I met this really cool guy, you know, really funny. And we just we stood there riffing for a long time. And he goes, oh, that's sweet. What's his name? And I just went, I don't know. We never got to that point. <laughs> never got that far. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I called you. For the first, like, two months that I knew you, yeah, I called you Brett. Brett. Because you look like... Ooh, I look like a, a Brett. You look, well, you look like a kid from my high school whose name ah. was Brett. And so I was just like, oh, that guy looks like Brett. So I, I'll just say his name is Brett. And then I saw... I think I learned your name when we were in the, uh, the Luther play together. Yes, the, you were part the, of that. The dramatic reading. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, fun fact. Oh, no. That I learned. So, you know the guy who directed that? His name's August. Yes. Yes, yes I know. August. Uh, I was, last year, a friend asked if I wanted to be part of his, like, directing to final thing. Okay. Of just being, like, in a 15-minute little short thing. Yeah. And August was part of that. And okay. so, I met August, and I eventually, uh, I eventually, it came to me, like, find, like, him being tagged in a Facebook thing, and, and then me looking at his Facebook. On Facebook, our director, August who I met later, he is on Facebook. He is friends with Jake. Oh, my God. Jake. I need to meet Jake now. Our I hero. I think Jake is. He he is living the dream now. He after is, after leaving. The, made his the, big shot as a as a extra on Dexter. <laughs> he is currently doing really good shows at his like at where he grew up that high school and oh, making okay. like three times what my school is paying him. Because he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. He I is mean, living the dream, like and I'm very proud of him. That's good. That's he good like that he has, has not talked to me since he left, but I'm proud of him. Jake, we know you're listening, and <laughs> <laughs> we're proud of you. Aaron and I both are. I know you don't know who I am, but I'm very proud of you. Very good proud. job, Jake. He does good things. Yes, you do good things. No, yeah, yeah. You you brought up that like. The first three interactions we had were just like standing at parties and riffing, not even riffing. learning each other's names. No, just, just kind of. I, I described you're one of the people who, upon meeting you, 
uh, for the second time at the Halloween party. At the Halloween dance, yeah. I, I decided that everybody here is the funniest person I've ever met. Oh. Where I was like, hey. every person I met to was funnier than the last. And it's like, how wait, is it? Wait a second, but I was like one of the first people. Wait, actually, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like one of the first people you met. Every single person is funnier than this guy right here. This guy can't. Every not. single person raises the bar. Man, he's garbage. <laughs> but it, it was the moment when I saw you come in as like the hobo with oh, the yeah. stick. Yep. And uh-huh, I saw you slow dancing with your stick. I was like, this place is great. <laughs> there there are some wonderful people here. Yeah. No, I remember I made you crack up because it was the last slow dance of the night. Yep. And I was like I was looking around. Was that the one where my roommate had cut in on a dance I was doing? No, I don't think it was. I think that was freshman year. Uh freshman year it was I think it was the snow week dance and <laughs> My freshman year roommate, who will remain nameless, <laughs> because well, would I know him? Yes, he he's he's in the theater department. <gasps> I'll, I'll tell you after. I think I know. I'll tell you after, but uh, I know. He, I think he didn't I know. cut in. He didn't cut in. So I'm dancing with this girl, who you would also probably know. Also in the theater department. Yes. Interesting. I, I will tell you their names after, just to protect their anonymity. Okay. Uh. But so I'm, I'm dancing with her, and I see him kind of walk around us out of the corner of my eye. And I'm like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. You know, he, he was – I always thought he was kind of a extra dude. Sweetest dude. Really really nice. We're still friends. Yeah. But just a little just a little extra. But he comes up to me. He comes up behind us, and he pats me on the shoulder, and he says – Way to go, Tiger. As I'm slow dancing with this girl. <laughs> Just like my dad would. Okay, now the one person who I thought it was has been ruled out. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You don't know you don't know who it is. No, so anyways. Yeah, so it was the Halloween dance last year and I'm dancing with my bindle. And I remember that kind of made you like chuckle. But do you remember what I did after that? No. You don't you were standing over by the bathrooms. Uh huh. I, so, I think I was talking. I was talking to a couple of people. And so I went over to the bathroom, and I held my bindle so that like the the sack part of it was in my yeah. hand, and uh-huh. the stick was facing me. And I just looked one way, real suspicious. Looked the other, real suspicious. Yeah. And then I started making out and kicked the bathroom door open and went into the bathroom. I don't think I saw that. Oh, so that whole thing, that whole thing I did just to impress you. I don't remember. Oh, my God. I don't remember that. I think I, I think I was too enamored with the people I was talking to. Wow. That whole that thing very funny, though. just to impress you. And you don't have to try that hard. <laughs> I it is weird because have you have you ever done stand up? No, no. Okay, it it is weird because I did stand up for a while. Yeah, you, I can't remember if it was on this one or if it was just uh, on kind of the pre banter that we did. But you talked about f- performance anxiety. Yeah, and that's how I got over my performance anxiety was doing stand up. Yeah, and it's so weird like telling jokes around like the stand up community because mm-hmm. everybody, especially like in improv circles is just trained not to laugh at things that are funny. Yep. And so I remember I was pitching this show to a friend of mine and it was just like, this was not an actual show that I think should happen, but it was going off of, you know what moonshiners is, right? Yeah. 
And so my idea was to do that with other crimes. <laughs> so to do it with like serial killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a camera crew following around like this mass murderer. It's yeah. like, oh no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Just like, just like he gets pulled over on the like like the the ad is just he gets pulled over on the highway and you just hear shit 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 play cool play cool play cool 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 and I remember I'm telling this to this dude who has done stand up comedy for a few years and he just has the perfect reaction that like every comedian will have and he just goes that's really funny like no emotion <laughs> nothing in his voice he just that's really funny it reminds that's me good. of there is a freshman this year. Okay. There are a couple. There... <laughs> I'll mute my mic. There's there's some number, and I had uh, <laughs> and I I had met her a couple years back, okay. at like uh, at a camp here, and okay. she has this vibe of the driest, most sarcastic person you'll ever meet. She's really funny, but if you're not ready for that vibe, it yeah. hits you like a brick. Oh, yeah. Where I, I talked to her for the first time since I met her like two years ago the other night. And I I couldn't contain myself. It was so awkward, so dry, so sarcastic uh-huh. that I lost everything. I, I, had, I had a conversation planned, basically. <laughs> I had like – because I had something in my head that I wanted to say. And I completely lost all thought because this person who I wasn't expecting to be so dry. Was it dry. hit me like a ton of bricks. And I remembered it took me like a whole week to get used to that vibe. Like the last time I had met Mm -hmm. them and, but it took me so long until I was comfortable having a conversation. And then now that's all gone. And I wasn't ready because you think, you know, you, you always think, you know, dry sarcasm Mm -hmm. until you meet someone even drier and more sarcastic. And they say something that isn't even that funny, but it's a little funny. But it's so dry and sarcastic, and you're so caught off guard that it breaks you more than the funniest joke in the world. 100%. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know who it is. I'll, I'll name names after. The yeah, I, I'll tell you who it is. Yeah, I might know them, but if not, I need to meet them. Because it sounds like it, it, it's I found, bizarre. It sounds like I found my next podcast guest is what it sounds <gasps> like. Oh, my God. <laughs> what if we just had the three of us on a podcast? That would be great. That That sounds like very similar to this show because she doesn't say much. (laughs) So she'd be the host? Yes. (laughs) She could start her own show and then we could be the guests. (laughs) And we would just take over. Of course. Welcome to Comically Large. Uh, Actually, this is is Comically Large. (laughs) We're going to continue the Jeebus saga here on (laughs) Comically Large. This is actually my podcast. I hope we were. Well, this one time Jeebus was mowing his lawn, and I saw him catch the eye of one of the kids across the street. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even want to ask if this is a true story or not. It probably is. (laughs) I mean, he's close enough. he, He... Looks out his front door and he sees the front door of the school. Oh so, oh jeez, jeez. I mean, wow. I just cannot contain that. I don't know how to contextualize that. You know what I mean? It's it's very odd. I. So wait, you said that the police should have been called in on the shop teacher. <laughs> that was before I thought we were talking about Jeebus. <laughs> this is a man. What did the shop teacher do that? Warranted a police intervention. Just being a creep. Oh, so like nothing illegal, just no, suspicious no, no. activity. No, 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 nothing direct, just like eyeing. Hmm. 
we had a we had a oh he did a whole bunch of things but he was one of the things he did was a shop teacher at yeah. my old high school who was gone for like three weeks just unexpectedly yep. and there was a rumor went around that he had been fired because he was looking down girls shirts because he uh-huh. also he also taught like a computer applications class yeah and so we would all sit at the computers yeah and then he came back and everybody was like what, what happened what happened you know, here? what's going on and he just went my wife had a baby you jerks <laughs> He's like, I took three weeks off so I could be with my wife and our son. Oh, my God. And it was everybody in the room just felt so awkward because everyone in the room was like, that must have been what happened because there's no other explanation. And nobody asked the principal or anybody. No, of course not. And nobody asked anybody who could have known the no, answer. No, 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 no. You just kind of let that rumor float about. Yeah, nobody checked with anybody. I think his daughter went to the middle school. I think he had two kids, and I think the daughter went to the middle school that That's we were in. really funny. And just nobody checked. Like, oh, yeah. No, he must have been a pervert. And it was like, no, oh, no other explanation. No other explanation needed. No, that's ah, oh, Jeebus, man. Jeebus. That's, that's gonna be a whole, a whole other thing, only on the Patreon. But yeah, was there anything else you wanted to kind of talk about? I know you're kind of tight for time, so we'll I don't, wrap it I up don't, here. I don't think so. I mean, if I'm coming back for yeah. for the finale, <laughs> I can just kind of tell those now. I've already been going on for about an hour and a half, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no need to. And nobody wants to hear your voice more at this point. That's fair. <laughs> I can hear myself when I'm tired of me. No. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We're going to do the – it's oh. tradition, even though there's no way to, like, document this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to do the reach reach across the here. Reach. It's so long. It's <laughs> all the way across the table. We tried to do a handshake across the table, and I just totally underestimated the length of this table and the length of my arm. It. It was like it was not a handshake. It was like one of those like fingertip touches that like scorned lovers do. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like where it's just like just so out close. Of my reach. Like yeah. the, the train is pulling away. Yeah, one hundred percent. But thanks for coming on, man. We'll oh, de- thanks for having me. Yeah, we will definitely have you on again because this is a whole lot of fun. I look forward to it. I appreciate you wanting to hear more of my voice after all this. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's your podcast, so it's only that's right. true. Uh, we'll be back with Comically Large after a little bit. Yeah. All right, man. Well, other than that, Theater Physics, September 13th through the 15th. Yep. The tickets are currently available. It is a free show, so you have literally no excuse not to come to it. For Bethany students. For everybody. For everybody. Theater Physics has the motto of the show that's always been free because we won't make you pay for this. Wow. So it is free for everybody. Uh, tickets do end up selling out pretty quick because you have to yeah. reserve seats. Yep. But even it's, if it's uh, sold out for a night, if you show up without a ticket and you say, hey, they're sold out, chances are they'll find you in somewhere. So even yeah. if you're in the area, you can come in. But the best way is to go to theater.blc.edu and reserve your seats. They are completely free, so you have no excuse not to do so. Yeah, and it's – I mean, our theater department is genuinely – amazing and theater physics is one of the best shows you put on every year theater physics so. is in its 26th straight year for a good reason yeah, oh 100 and every year it tops itself so i'm really excited for that you guys can find me at fan sided hoops habit 
Otherwise, on Twitter, at RealEthanBecker, I'm not certified, even though I tried to get certified with that username. Shame. I was hoping Twitter doesn't know what they're doing. I was hoping that I could trick them into just certifying me, but it didn't work. Anyways, Shame. thanks for coming in. Yep, thanks for having me. We'll see you again.